Hi everyone, this is Mordechai, the Millennial Jew, on with another podcast. And this time we're going to talk about a few things that are happening in Israel at the moment. So, number one, you hear on the news all the time talking about the upcoming ground invasion. The question is, who does the ground invasion actually hurt? Because you hear people on the news all the time talking about the heavy casualties that the Palestinians are going to suffer because of the ground invasion. Does that make any sense to you? Do you honestly think that more Palestinians will die from a ground invasion than from an airstrike? The heavy casualties coming from ground invasions will come from the Israeli side. The Israelis are doing a ground invasion to prevent Palestinian civilian casualties. So, let's everyone stop talking about how a ground invasion would be elevating the war. The only people that it would be bringing a bigger danger to in the war are the Israelis. And same goes for funding from the Americans. Everyone's talking about how, oh, the Americans are being bigoted and slanted and all that by giving uh, weapons funding to Israel for Iron Dome, but not to the Palestinians. If Israel didn't have Iron Dome, they would be much more on the offensive. The reason Israel is able to be patient in war is because they have Iron Dome to protect their civilians. This would not be the case if Israel, in fact, had to fight much more severely for their survival. Now, something that is a huge thing that just happened is the Saudi Arabia shooting down of rockets coming from the Houthis in Yemen. Some of you might be a little too young, but the truth is, this is unthinkable. The fact that you have a country like Saudi Arabia shooting down rockets from a neighboring Arab country coming towards Israel, it truly shows that not only is peace possible with so many neighboring Arab countries, but it also shows that if someone wants peace, it's possible for anyone. And if a rocket was shot at Saudi Arabia from Yemen, for example, I have no doubt that Israel would shoot that down, especially at this point. It's very simple. If you have allies, you step up for them. If you want to attack people, as the people of Gaza continue to do, you cannot expect Israel to come and defend them all the time. Now, I had a guest last week, and we spoke a little bit about the hospital and um, and beheading of babies and such. And all these things have, at this point, been proven to be true. We know that the hospital was bombed by Hamas. There is recordings of people from Hamas talking about how it was between them and the Palestinian and Islamic Jihad. You have recordings of people sending sending voicemails to their parents talking about how proud they should be of the fact that they just killed 10 people. We know that this is not equal. But here's, here's what I really want to focus on today. What is happening around the world, including Israel? Jews need 
to be proud to be Jewish. I see a lot of people talking about, you know, I take off my kippah or yarmulke. I take off my Jewish star. I'm afraid, hiding in places. This isn't Germany. It's not Poland. It's not Russia. This isn't the 1900s. The way to combat all this is not by hiding in our attics. It's not by taking off our kippahs. Wear a bigger kippah. Wear a star, David. Walk around. Look for someone giving you a look. Look at people who are taking down posters. Say something. Don't just let them go on. Now, I'm not telling you if you're, you know, a little, you know, older woman to go up to some guy who's six foot eight and pick a fight with them. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. As Begin said, we aren't Jews with trembling knees. This isn't the 1940s. Today, we are a proud people who have the ability to defend ourselves. And especially in a place like America, there is no excuse for Jews to not be armed. Jews need to be proud to be Jewish, and Jews need to let everyone know that there is a, a, there's recourse for attacking Jews. We cannot hide in libraries. We cannot do any of that. We have to step up and be a massive part of defending our people. There's a war going on in Israel, but there's also a war going on around the world. It will not stop there, and it is not. It is already happening over here, but it is also happening in Israel. Every place, this is what it has to be. Now, no one knows what is going to happen over the next couple weeks. It seems like a ground invasion is impending, and this will mean, unfortunately, some level of casualties stronger on the Israeli side, as I, as I previously said. This is not something that Israel takes lightly. But what the country needs is unconditional support from Jews around the world. We need to be with them. We need to support them, whether it's financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically if possible. But we cannot sit here and allow all this nonsense that will continue to happen for the rest of our lives. The Jewish nation is, in fact, right now in jeopardy. Sitting back and letting it happen will not help us. Hiding is not the answer. This past week, you had some savages beating a Jewish kid in Chicago, and a cop basically just sat there, let it happen, and after like a minute or two, started saying, back off, back off, whatever, he was waving his hands a little bit, he didn't pull his gun, he didn't hit them with sticks, nothing, he let them get beat. Let me tell you something, something I learned a long time ago, and this is not against cops, cops, some cops do a very good job. Some cops do less of a good job. Most cops do a very good job. The police force is not your friend. And certainly, 
no police force in global history has been friends of the Jews. The Jews are our friends. We look out for ourselves. We had Shimshon. We had the Maccabim. We had King David. We didn't have the Babylonian police. We didn't have the Egyptian police. We control our own safety. That is it. If you see a Jew getting attacked by other people, step in. Do not sit idly by and let Jews get beaten for being Jewish, pro-Israel, whatever. Do not let it happen. Step in at colleges. You have so many Jews that make up student body. Jews need to let colleges know that if they cannot ensure our safety at their schools and will not allow us to ensure our safety, we will not continue to give them patronage. It's not even worth it anymore anyway. Colleges are basically a cesspool of idiocy. And I'm someone who values the degree that I got. But that is what it is. If you look at Harvard today, it's a bunch of idiots. Some people are smart, obviously. But look at, look at the, the idiocy coming out of Harvard this week. Look at the idiocy coming out of Columbia. These are Ivy League schools, and they are full of morons. And the economics department isn't even smart enough to tell them it's not a good financial move to be this stupid. Enough funding of people who want us dead. If they want to live in a Jew-free world, we should not be assisting them. I also, on an unrelated note, I want to quickly apologize. My first podcast, I, um, I said in the Dreyfus trial that he was put to death. Um, I missed that in the editing, but what in fact happened was he was sentenced to life in prison. Um, so I just want to correct that. The next part of this is something that is quite personal to me. For those of you who don't know, um, I am a veteran of war. Um, I served in the Israeli army from 2012 to 2015. Um, and I was in Suketan or Protective Edge, as it was called abroad. Um, which a very different landscape than this than the current situation that's happening as far as the war goes. Um, obviously, this war is significantly worse at this point. Um, but also, the war that I was in was much more active at this point. Um, Israel was was in was in the middle of an actual war at the time. There was no waiting at the border and anything like that. So at this point, we were already a few weeks into the war, um, and I had an officer who was basically as good as they came, as they came. He was, I. I'm convinced that he would have been the chief of staff of the Israeli army one day. The man knew everything there was to know about the job. 
He was quite a hard ass. He, every little thing he made, he made a point of perfection. He accepted nothing less than perfection. We, and during training, would stay up till 4 a.m., 5 a.m., making sure that we got everything perfect. And obviously, in the time of training, we were not very happy about it. Huh. Because who would be? Um, and about a month later, we started the war of uh, uh, Protective Edge. And I have no question that we were successful in doing what we needed to do in the war because of him. And the second day of this war, he was in the south, and he went down to one of the kibbutzim. I believe it was Nachalos or Barry. I'm not sure which one. He went to go help save civilians, and he got in a firefight, and he was killed. There's a lot of names of people that have been killed. So, for someone who is abroad who doesn't have a way of connecting with an individual person other than by a picture or a video or however you connect with the people. Like when you look at the Holocaust and you see 6 million people dead, it's very hard to connect with it on an individual level. You say, wow, this was such a tragedy, but you can't really quantify 6 million people. And this is pretty similar to that. Um, it's obviously much less, thank God. But you do have an incredible amount of people that have been lost. And of course, as I said earlier, with a ground invasion, you have more people that will, that will die, unfortunately. But this person was a, a significant hero. He was just a person that lived for the country. He was a major when he was in charge of me, and he was a lieutenant colonel when he got killed. He put his whole life for Israel. He had this girlfriend for a long time, and he got married um, after after he finished uh, his job with me, with me and my unit, obviously. And he had a couple little kids. So you have a few kids and a wife not of that long ago that now lost a father and a husband. There are countless other people that you can think about, but this person is someone that I can tell you a very personal connection between myself and him. And the faces are real. It's not, it's not a social media post. It's not an article in the news. It is a real living or non-living person. So I don't know if you guys have seen videos on this. I've seen some. Um, and this is definitely something that resonates with me a lot. Because this is how I've felt the entire time. It is very hard to be motivated. Whether it's through guilt or just 
being in a down mood to post things for your business. For those of you that don't know, most of you do. I'm a jeweler by trade. And it was very hard for me to get to work when this whole thing started. But here's the truth. Today, you have three types of businesses in the world. You have the businesses that support Gaza and Hamas. You have the businesses that do nothing. And you have the businesses that support Israel. For me, my motivation is that we're donating to Israel. That is a massive motivation to me to make more money. It is a time to support Jewish businesses that will support Israel. Stay away from these businesses that are, I hate to say this, but unfortunately, even ones that are donating to the innocent people in Gaza. And the reason that you should stay away from them is because we all know where the money's going to. If you really, really, really feel so bad for the people in Gaza and you want to donate, donate to Red Cross. Red Cross, the money will go to civilians in both Gaza and Israel. But do not donate to people that the money is just going to end up going towards terrorism. So you have three types of businesses that you can do business with. Make the right choice. Do business with the people that support our nation. And lastly, here's a good indicator of whether or not you should be going to concerts or movies or watching shows or whatever with these actors or singers or whatever. If this person spoke up about Ukraine and is not speaking up about Israel, they are not your friend. They do not care about you. They do not care about us. Do not support them. They're laughing at us. They're laughing at you. You're spending a thousand bucks to go to a music concert of someone who does not care about you. Don't do it. They're not your friend. There is no such thing as not knowing what's going on. They spoke up about Ukraine. They can speak up about this. We had babies getting beheaded, raped, burnt to death. We had a pregnant woman who had a fetus that was cut open by the neck after they killed the mother. If celebrities are silent with this, do not support them, financially or otherwise. As always, you can ask or reach out if there's anything that you want to discuss about the war, anything like that. I can bring, I can even bring you on the podcast if you want. Let me know. And thank you to my amazing wife for doing a sensational job with all the editing. Thank you everyone for listening. This has been Millennial Jew.